hey, what's good? Today is 3-9-2020. I am Chadwick Eisman, host of this podcast. Welcome back. This is my second one, and I'm really excited to bring to you this. It's gonna be it's gonna be a long road to becoming a good speaker and really grabbing your attention. However, I I've really like tried to focus down on some topics that I think that would be good to bring into this community of people who are on the same level as me and who have been following me for a long time on other platforms besides just the podcast platform and kind of talk about things that are going on in my life such as cameras so basically i just got a new camera it's a lumix it's a lumix fz 1000 and i started off with cam- so i'll tell you kind of my journey into into cameras and where i started with cameras I basically started with like a little zoom kit. It was called like a zoom. It was like a like a fifty dollar little camera. You just you would, I would so I used to be like a musician and I would go. I have two cameras on me right now. I'm looking at the one because it's kind of weird. But yeah, anyways, for those of you listening, I'm I'm in a room right now and I have two cameras on me. I've kind of talked about this a bit before. I'm going all over the place. But anyway, so I got the FC one thousand and. And I had the FZ300. Before that, I had a Zoom camera, which is worth around $50, which I would bring to, with me to live music shows that I played. I used to do a lot of open mics, and I also had a few different uh, groups of people that I would play with, you know, like not really necessarily bands, but just friends and, that I would play with at these venues. Now, I kind of got bored of that camera. I just always have been into music videos, I guess, my whole my whole life as far as ever since YouTube came out back in 2005 I was listening to music videos throughout high school what I was in high school till um, like 2009 and basically I've been just like really excited about what's been happening with video in general over these years because it's been become so easy for people like me to create music videos with things such as Adobe which provides uh, video editing software that that professionals use for a really good price you can even get it for free if you steal it but I, I personally pay for it because I like to support the companies that that I use such as I use gab.com as I've talked about and they're one of my favorite platforms for sharing stuff on social media is gab.com so I pay for my pro membership there plus I just bought a mug to support them and I really feel like it's just important to support the companies with money and not steal from them especially if you have friends that are selling like CDs or selling their music or something like that it's I, th- I really believe it's important to pay for their music rather than just go online and just download it for free even though they have it for free as an offer you know if they're offering it someplace where they can make some money it's good to pay them but I would I also say at the same time you should pay if you're gonna pay a musician you should pay them up front in cash and not online through some platform because usually the platform takes a, like a cut or a fee so it's better to just give them cash for like a CD in person because then they get the full 100% well minus the CD cost because they do have to pay for the CD but that's like ah uh, you know I guess it does it does it's kind of like they lose money either way but a CD is just more cool I think just like buying handing a band cash is just so much more it's so much more legit than just going online and buying something on their iTunes but I, I say either way if you're buying something from like a musician like that's important to keep the music local year local music alive and I'm really into my local music scene here as you can probably know most of you here listening to me right now are from the Philadelphia area and most of my listeners 
kind of know me for making live music videos and for uh, going to college in the area too. I went to Westchester University for marketing for four years and I graduated with, or not four years, I went there community college for two years and then to um, to get my bachelor's. It ended up being like more than four years altogether, but I got my bachelor's in marketing even though my high school teachers told me I couldn't get my bachelor's in marketing, that I wasn't good enough. And that was kind of like my whole, one of my whole things. I was like, fuck these teachers tell me I'm not good enough to get a bachelor's degree from Westchester University. So I did it. And it was really, honestly, the worst, it was probably stupid. It wasn't the fact that I proved them wrong that was stupid. It was the fact that I went that was stupid. Because now that I went, I'm like realizing, you know, this wasn't really what I needed to do. I didn't need to do this to get to where I want to be, to where I plan to go in life. So I didn't need to go to college to go where I plan to go in life. But I didn't realize that at the time. So that's why I went to college. And when I was in college, I mean, I'm still like, it, it was cool. Cause like I, I made a lot of connections there and they're still helping me to this very day. Appreciate you all that are listening to, to me from there and that are still just keeping up to date with me. Um, feel free to contact me anytime. But anyways, uh, did I start this recording? I didn't restart. I didn't start my spoon recording. I'm using spoon, which is an app on my phone to record my podcasts live now it's recording it just started recording now hello spoon sorry for those of you who've been listening i have to i just i'm just gonna start up this podcast on spoon for these people here all right i'm gonna hit the start button again because that was kind of a weird start i kind of want to make it a good start on this podcast so i'm doing like multiple podcast platforms at the same time all right Cast. There's no, I'm, I'm just getting used to how all this works. All right, we're recording. Hey, Spoon, this is Chadwick Eisman, hosted by, host of this new podcast. This is my second episode. You can find out more about me at Instagram, on my Instagram, or you can go to gab.com slash Chadwick Eisman to find out more. Anyways, we're talking about my cameras, and I keep getting so sidetracked. This is the problem that I'm having right now with this new podcast is that I'm going all over the place and not sticking to my topics. So we are talking about the FZ-1000. Let's just get into talking about the FZ-300 and FZ-1000 rather than where I started with cameras, which was that $50 camera that I brought to my live shows. And I took video of myself and my bands that I would play with as we would do live music and do open mics and then from there I started videoing other bands that were coming in that I was making friends with that were doing open mics as well so I started to build up kind of like this video thing where I would listen to their videos and I really enjoyed listening to my friends videos that made the music and it was kind of like it's always been like I've always been into the videos that I make I actually listen to the music that I the music videos that I put out I don't just put them out and not listen to them. I put them out and listen to them myself. So it's the value, the value, some people believe like the video person is bringing value to the musicians out there when we go there and we shoot the video of the live music. In reality, it's kind of like an equal back and forth. And in fact, it's, for me, it's been more so that the musicians and the music has been providing more value to me than I've provide, been providing to them. And I can say that because a lot of these times I've walked in with a camera and I've had to ask them, can I please shoot you 
doing music today because this is what I'd like to do rather than them hit me up and say, hey, can you come in and shoot me doing some music? It's been me going in and asking them. So it's been more so that they've been providing me with more value than I've been providing them with value up to this point. I have had, I mean, it's, it's gone both ways, but it's gotten more so, in, and over the, over the two or three years that I've been shooting live music videos, it's gotten more so that I walk in and I say, hey, could I please get some video of you guys and uh, put this out kind of thing. And thank you, thank you all very much for providing me with, uh, with that opportunity. Now, so I'm getting sidetracked again and again and again. We were talking about, maybe it's because I just like took a couple puffs of weed and I'm just kind of like fucking like hyped as shit and all over the place. But we were talking about my cameras. I got my, so my setup in this, in this room right now where I'm doing the podcast is I have my FZ1000 straight up in front of me on me and I'm also recording with my Lumix today. So I'm going to have two different camera shots. I'm doing a video podcast as well which i'll be posting on minds.com slash shadwick eisman that's minds is in like mind in your head.com slash shadwick eisman and when i put that up on there it's going to be video and that's the only place of, and i might put this up on libri.tv too as well as video but i'm not sure if i'll be able to do that because they only allow so much to be uploaded at a time like say 10 minutes or 15 minutes and i already feel like this might be around that area and I might go over that. Now, I'm also podcasting on Spoon and I'm also podcasting on, all right, we gotta talk about the cameras. Back to the cameras again. Back to the cameras. Cause I was going into the into the different platforms rather than talking about the cameras. So I got a FZ1000, which is my newest camera and I had the FZ300 before that. And I can say that Having had the FZ1000 for about, I don't know, maybe maybe half a month to a month now, and using it maybe for five or six different things, seven things, I, I, I want to start using it more. I haven't been using it enough since I've gotten it for what I want to do, but I can, for like learning about it, I really want to learn more about it and how it works, and I haven't taken the time to do that. But I'm still learning things about my FC300, which is the model below the FC1000. I'm still learning stuff on that camera after two or three years of using it, and it still amazes me. I if if I were to if I were to pick between having an FC1000 and an FC300, and the FC1000 is worth more, I would still go with the FC300 as owning that camera, just because. I feel like it has a lot more versatility to it. I feel like it zooms in better. I feel like the auto, um, the stabilization works a lot better on it. And I feel like it's just an easier, it's a, it's definitely lighter to carry, which is nice. Um, you can, it does pretty much everything the FC1, I, I can't say that. I can't say it does everything the FC1000 does, but it does pretty much everything that the FC1000 can do that I've found so far. The FC, the main difference I would say between the 300 and the FC1000 is the more gloss, I'd say the FC1000 has kind of this glossy look to it. So like it has this more of like a shine to it. And you'll see that in the video that I posted, the videos that I posted of Brandon Messon where I'm using both the FC1, the FC300, which Noah Brown is holding on to in those videos, you'll see him and then you'll see me, and I'm and I'm using the FZ1000, the newer camera. And it's just 
a more of a glossy look to it like it has a bit more of a shine like if i had the but we were both shooting him and he had his guitar in his hand and you could see like there was this like glossy really shiny feel to his guitar on the fc 1000 whereas the the fc 300 kind of dulled that debt <laughs> dulled down the graphics a bit to be a little bit less glossy looking that's about the main difference that i would say between two cameras now there's the weight that i talked about and also the fc 1000 has a bigger lens like the lens is just wider in general it's a lot bigger i wouldn't say it's a lot bigger it's like maybe quarter inch a quarter inch more lens to it to a half inch more lens to it to maybe an inch more lens to it i don't know but it's definitely it's really nice having two cameras i can tell you that like once you've had one camera for a long time and you get that second camera you're that's like a, a, like my old camera has been abused to hell like because i it was only a cheap ass camera the fc 300 is what i'm talking about i pretty much brought that out in the rain I would drop it. I, I I carried it up in a tree one time. I was I was up in a tree one time and I dropped it down from the tree and it hit the ground and it broke the lens. So I had to send it in and get the lens fixed and that costed about half as much as the actual new camera costed. The the camera I paid for when it was new, the FC three hundred, was worth around four hundred to five hundred dollars. And I broke it when I went up in the tree and I dropped it down from the tree by accident. Well, not by accident. I had to get down. It was kind of like fucked up. But I had to get down from the tree. And I I thought I could like... I had it in my backpack. And I thought if I dropped my backpack a certain way that it... I should have like taken my shirt and wrapped it around the camera. And it might have been safer. I didn't think of that at the time. But anyways, I broke the lens on the camera. And it costed me like... I had to send it into, I believe, Japan. I believe it. No, like... So I, these are Lumix cameras, which is made uh, in Japan. What is it? Uh, Lumix by, I'm sorry, I'm forgetting who, who makes it by now, but they have like Lucia lenses and Lucia or whatever lenses. I believe those are made in China. And uh, this camera, what else do I have to say about these cameras? I just get so excited. I, I'm really excited to talk about these cameras in a lot of ways. I think I'm going to do like another podcast review on the cameras that's a bit better than this where I didn't have the kind of start that I did but I need to get started on my second podcast and I figured if I start talking I'll just go as you can see I've been kind of going kind of talking 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 I'm trying to just go with it and like not stop talking and just kind of like keep your attention here because I know if I stop talking I'll lose your attention because you'd be like what the hell is going on but anyways got the FC 1000 it has the audio jack just like the fc 300 did so i can plug in the mic to that which is i use a rode mic to plug into my cameras to get better audio you know let's move on to the next subject for now actually because i already talked enough about this i think there's a lot more to go into that for that and i want to do a whole video on the cameras and be i'm going to make it a bit more edited and a bit more nice so that it kind of explains the differences and I would say, all I really want to bring out and say to you is that if I had to choose between FC300 and FC1000 as a camera to own, I would choose the FC300, especially if I only had one camera, just because it's 
it's for one it's less expensive which doesn't isn't even part of the equation as much as the fact that it can zoom in further and it has better st stabilization and i really like a camera that can kind of like zoom in rather than not zoom in so all right so i had like a list of things that i wanted to talk about here it was like i just i literally just wrote this before i started the podcast about like a minute ago so the first thing i had on the list was cameras and the second thing i have on the list is Brandon Messon. So I want to talk a bit about Brandon Messon. And Brandon Messon is somebody who I've been shooting recently. I've been doing live music videos with him. He plays a, he's doing, well, I believe he plays with a band, but he's doing a personalized acoustic videos with me for his newest album. He, that is all his music originally. He's, he's doing one, one song per video and we're creating a multiple series of music videos at parks such as Valley Forge Historical Park which is pretty close to here in the Philly area and we also went to Stroud's Reserve Park which is also super close we're just kind of staying in the area and they're two beautiful shots and then we also shot at Messon Island aka known for uh, Summer of Love Festival which Brandon Messon hosted a couple years ago and what he did is he brought in uh, he was trying to his goal was to raise money to save a farm so he brought in a bunch of bands to uh, this this property that his family owns called Messon Island and they raised money for the event and they had a bunch of great bands come and I got some video of that which you can find on YouTube I'm not sure if it's on BitChute or not or if it's on any other platforms but it's definitely on YouTube still because I did not delete my YouTube channel and I have a lot of videos on there now I wanted to talk a bit about what did I want to talk a bit about Brandon Messon. I have these like earphones in my in my ears and I'm talking really loud. I'm not talking really loud. I'm talking really quietly, but the earphones make it like ten times more loud than than I would be. So I keep taking them out to hear how my voice sounds if I'm like talking too loud. But I'm not talking that loud at all. I'm talking like semi loud, and I don't want to like you know I don't want to be like screaming really loud to like. You know, I just want to be kind of like on that quiet zone. All right, now, what the fuck was I saying? Brandon Messon. Okay, we did we did the music videos with him. That's fun. We're planning to do three more videos. We are for his last three songs that we did not shoot yet, and we're gonna just come up with something. We might go into a city or town or or someplace different than a park, just to get a different atmosphere. I I personally believe. The thing with music videos is just shooting in different places and getting different atmospheres is a very important thing because people want to see different things. It's like wearing a different shirt. I, if you look at my TikTok videos, what I've actually been doing is trying to just switch up my style, whether it be if I'm wearing this t-shirt here, such as this tie-dye, I might put on a pit, like a different pair of headphones or I might put on a different pair of, or a different pair of like pants or something, just something to keep me looking different for each video. So I'll actually, I actually change clothes. I actually shoot multiple videos in the same time period, but I change clothes for each different video just so that each video has a different look to it. Because I always, in my, in my TikTok videos, I always have myself like on a blank wall behind me. So that's like the one thing that makes me different for each video is that I have a different look to me. Um, so, all right, gotta move on to the next subject. Video editing is my next subject. Okay, so video editing. 
how do I do video editing? I use Adobe Premiere Pro to do my video editing. As I've already mentioned earlier, Adobe is kind of my thing. And I've been editing Brandon's videos on Adobe. Basically, very simply, just cuts some speed ups and slowdowns. I'm not working hard on his stuff. I'm just working fast on it because I want to get it done and over with. I don't want to spend a lot of time on editing these videos. Editing videos is not really like my thing, except for it is my thing. So, so what I mean by that is I don't necessarily like editing videos, but I want to say that I did edit them because it means so much more to say that I did edit them and that I know how to edit them rather than not knowing how to edit them and have someone else do it for me that I'd rather know what the fuck is going on within editing. Like I need to know how to do it. I'm not just going to do it. Now, all right, let's go on to another subject. DAW, I use Ableton. So I use Ableton is my DAW that I use for a, for like recording music. Right now I'm using it to record this podcast. And after this podcast, I'm going to go into my Ableton and export this audio into WAV format, which I'm going to send to Adobe Premiere. And then I'm going to take my cameras here that I have two cameras on me, the Lumix 1000 and the Lumix 300 again. And I'm going to take the SD cards out of those, pop those into my laptop here in front of me, and then I'm going to put that all into Adobe Premiere, and once everything's into Adobe Premiere, I'm going to edit the sound into the cameras, and that's going to put together a nice looking podcast for you. Let's go into something else. We got TikTok next. TikTok, Dr. Phil just joined TikTok. For those of you who are into Dr. Phil, he just put out his first TikTok episode recently. And it had the verified check mark next to him, so I believe it is a real account because it had the verified check mark. And I just thought that was hilarious because I thought of Bam Margera and how Bam Margera was recently on Dr. Phil. Bam Margera, for those of you who don't know, he was a local, he's kind of like a local, uh, I don't want to say celebrity, but I guess he's a local, like, He's a local known name to this area where I'm from, and that's the best way to explain it. So, so Bam Margera, he's he's he did this movie called Jackass, and that's, and he also was a skater, and what else did he do? He did some other, he did a bunch of other films and stuff that I don't even know about. He's done a lot with video himself, so he's done a lot more than I could even think about. I've saw that he's been kind of all over the place with different things. He's done music videos most recently with video, I believe. He's done some shit. I don't know if he's still doing shows, but he was on also on MTV for some show. He did a lot with MTV, which was like the big thing in the 90s and 2000s because people didn't have cameras like this and they couldn't make their own shit. So he was one of the the main like he was one of the main people on TV and TV was still a thing. It wasn't YouTube wasn't the thing yet. So everybody's attention was on him so he was getting all of that good attention that you can't get on tv anymore during his time period which was the perfect time period for him everything worked out for him as far as is at that time uh up to this point where he's had a lot of drug problems and he's and he's got drinking problems as well i believe he's got like all kinds of uh of, of psychological problems which are causing um <clears throat> which are just no good He's been doing a lot of things that people aren't really necessarily happy about. And our town even uh, is kind of talks bad about him saying like, 
people in our area kind of say like, oh, he's not the greatest person. We've, we've ran into him at bars and he's been rude to us. Whereas me, I ran into him. I said hello to him and he was a really friendly dude to me. He was like, hey, what's up? But, you know, at the same time, I'm a pretty good people person and I kind of like have an understanding of how of when to approach people and when not to like I kind of have an idea that like it was a good time to approach him and say hello so that kind of worked out I mean if I had approached him at a bar where he was drinking with his friends and I just went up to him that would be kind of annoying and I, I my camera went off to hit the record button again but that would be that would be kind of annoying if you were with your friends and people were coming up to you and saying can I get a picture with you or some shit my other camera went out. Can I get a picture with you or some shit when you're just trying to have a drink with your friends? 